Local people, local stories. From KYW News Radio, this is the All Local. From the KYW News Radio studios, I'm John Ostakovich, and here's what's happening. The Phillies win 3 nothing in Game 1 of the NLDS in Atlanta. It was the first time all season the Braves were shut out at home. In the 8th inning, Atlanta had a chance to cut into the lead with runners on 1st and 3rd and just one out. Star second baseman Ozzie Albies came up to the plate, and then this happened. Pitch, swung on, line hard towards short, oh. diving stop, Turner, he feeds 2nd, there's one, throw to 1st, oh. is in yes. time! And the best <laughs> double play the Phillies have turned all season just happened! Oh. A remarkable diving stop by Turner on a rocket by Albies, and the Phillies get out of the eight. That's Scott Fransky with the call on the Phillies radio network. KYW's Matt Coughlin was with fans in South Philly during the game. Red October rolls on in South Philly as hundreds of fans gathered at Chickie and Pete's on Packer Avenue for the game. Tensions were high as the Phillies held a narrow lead. Mary from Sicklerville was dancing with excitement before the game, but by the end of the fifth inning, she was all nerves after the Phillies narrowly got out of two straight innings, leaving Braves runners stranded. I'm thinking we can be doing a little bit better. I'm not happy. <laughs> but the defense held. Relief pitchers kept letting runners on, but never let them get home. And a Trey Turner double play was one of the keys. Phil Sessa and Steve Siebert from South Philadelphia summed it up. I mean, the pitching was great. The defense was awesome, and their offense scored. They did what they had Going to do. Going back. Going back. It was tight. They, they, listen, it was about the defense. Yeah, Atlanta had bases loaded, and then the pitching got them out of it. That's what it's about, time. Get the brooms out. Get the brooms out. Brooms out. That's the early forecast here for Red October. Game two is tomorrow night. Back in June, a Pennsylvania state trooper shot and killed 18-year-old Anthony Allegrini Jr. at a car racing meetup on I-95. Investigators said he was drag racing and doing burnouts and donuts on the highway, causing a portion of 95 South to be blocked. Saturday, friends, family, and other supporters of Allegrini Jr. gathered at the state trooper headquarters in West Philadelphia to demand justice. KYW's Nigel Thompson was there. Around 100 people marched half a mile from a shopping plaza at the intersection of Belmont and City Avenues to the headquarters of PA State Police in support of Anthony Allegrini Jr. The 18-year-old was fatally shot by a state trooper during a car racing meetup on I-95 on June 4th. Terrence Jones kicked off the rally on Saturday. We are here for Anthony Allegrini Jr. We will get justice. We are demanding justice. At a press conference a day after the shooting, PA State Police said Allegrini drove his Audi towards two state troopers and failed to yield. One shot through his windshield, killing him. But in the days and months since Allegrini's killing, state troopers have been tight-lipped about what actually happened that night. Anthony Allegrini Sr., Anthony's father, said the unknown has the family confused and distraught. This whole thing is unjust and ridiculous. Nothing makes sense. Enrique Latoisen, an attorney retained by the family, said the march and rally were just the beginning. We're not going away. We're looking for justice, and we're looking for this family to get answers. KYW reached out to the PA State Police for an updated comment and have yet to hear back. If you're at the Art Museum this weekend, you may notice a new structure at the base of the building's iconic steps. KYW said Os Kuznets sure did. 
The new visitor center at the Art Museum is also a Rocky-themed store. Catherine Ott Lovell, president and CEO of the Philadelphia Visitor Center, says they collaborated with actor Sylvester Stallone to sell his Rocky-themed merchandise as well as Philadelphia-themed swag. It is a permanent fixture. We are thrilled to have this little footprint right next to the famous Rocky Steps at the base of the Philadelphia Museum of Art. Ott Lovell says setting up a store at that location was an obvious decision. The Rocky statue is, we believe, the second most visited tourist attraction in the city next to the Liberty Bell. And tourists have been loving it so far. The Rocky theme drew me in and it's first time in Philadelphia. I'm a big Rocky fan. Rocky has been around for nearly 50 years. Do people still know the movie abroad? Yeah, of course. Rocky is still a big thing in Germany. Like we do a lot of things in Philadelphia, we take things for granted. But I think globally the brand of Rocky is stronger than it's ever been. Store employees also sell flash and big bus tickets, give out free maps and advise visitors of other attractions to visit. Seems kind of crazy that this hasn't been done before. I know, that's what everyone keeps saying it's beyond time philadelphia officials have kicked off construction of a new park they say will transform an industrial area of bridesburg into a riverfront outdoor center kyw's connor barkon was there for the groundbreaking workers are turning an expansive piece of land along the delaware that used to be a concrete factory into a 10 acre park the site has views of the betsy ross bridge and will have a meadow nature paths and a large lawn area Mayor Jim Kenney says everyone deserves a nice place to gather outdoors. We want every Philadelphia resident to have the best-in-class neighborhood assets like parks, trails, and recreation centers because all residents need safe places to come together. Executive Director of Riverfront North Stephanie Phillips calls it a community accomplishment. It has taken a coalition of support from our elected officials, local government, state government, federal government, private foundations, and most importantly, neighborhood residents to get here today. The park is being named after former U.S. Representative Bob Borsky, who served Bridesburg for decades. It's highly unusual that parks are named after someone who's alive, so it's truly humbling and greatly, greatly appreciated. Phase one of construction is expected to be completed by 2025 and costs $7 million. A second phase start date has not been announced. That's the All Local. I'm John Ostakovich. Listen live anytime on the Odyssey app and on your smart speaker. Just say, play KYW News Radio.